1: up front for three
0: months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Hey, Sportive. Episode 350. They said it couldn't be done. We did it. Um, Yeah, let's all go off camera. Um, John's with me. Hi, John. (laughs) Hi, Brandon. How are you doing? Doing great. We've also got chicken fingers. 69 Chicken Fingers. What's up?
2: What's up, fuckers?
3: Yeah, there it is. Well, it's been... uh, uh, too long, obviously, but we've been worse, so uh, so we're back. We're very excited about it. Um, John, you are watching all the sports on behalf of all the rest of us who are busy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Yep. It it just so happened that there were three different Minnesota sports teams playing tonight, and they're all going to blow the game they're playing.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to mention all One the Minnesota of them... sports teams that have already done. Yes. this Making us sad.
0: Yep. So the ones that are not playing made us sad, past tense. Mm-hmm. The ones that are currently playing are
3: making us sad, present right. tense. Is, are one of those teams the Twins tonight?
0: Yep, the Twins are blowing it. The The Twins are going into the ninth inning, blowing it. This is, you know, again, we're talking about live television, but mm-hmm. the Lynx have already blown it. The Loons have all but blown it, and the Twins are about... Uh, lose in the same way they lose every single one of their games it, it happens the same way every time they can't score very many runs the starting pitcher leaves the game and then disaster
3: yeah that sounds about right um how many years in a row is this a uh, bullpen issue now <laughs> well i don't i'm not sure you can count
0: this year and last year as different issues because it's the exact same bullpen having the exact same issues who'd have thunk it the twins the twins had an awful bullpen last year, except for Duran. And they looked at it in the off season and said, you know what? I think this is good.
3: They Daddy really, has, she goes.
0: They really subscribe to the sportive theory of <laughs> everybody who had a bad year. will have a good year this year. Mm-hmm. And everybody who had a good year. will also have a good year. This year. <laughs> it's based on our, based on our last podcast. Stu also subscribes very heavily to this theory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Emilio Pagan move right so last season obviously it was a disaster disaster uh, unmitigated nobody can argue that but at the end of the season i think everybody was saying okay it didn't work out it was a one year thing thank you jesus that's over we can move on All will move on with our lives and then was it i don't remember when december when they december. early very it was, early it was they brought him back right away
0: oh it wasn't even so like early. all right he's a free agent he can't hook on anywhere else it's march 2nd let's sign this guy invite. to a minor league you know yeah, and it, invite to major league camp gosh. They, they gave him a qualifying offer they had to keep him up to, they looked at last year and said you know what we got to do make sure that no oh, other teams have a chance lock to sign up. Emilio Pagan.
3: you gotta lock him up <sighs> is there any bright spots offensively let's start there Give me some good news uh, Gallo,
2: Ernest and Julio Gallo
3: Yep, yep, Gallo's been good Even that is a 205 batting average Which doesn't sound <laughs> like a just... dinosaur But that's not great, not super fun to watch
2: No, it's boring um,
3: Kiro... Buxton's the same exact way Kirilov looks like he might be okay Oh man, that would be great yeah. I love Kirilov
0: hasn't had a mystery wrist injury For like two weeks now
3: Yeah,
2: yep That's kind Um, of it, right? That's Willie
0: Castro, I think, didn't strike out once tonight. That's like good for him.
2: Kyle Farmer is better than we hoped. Uh Uh-huh.
0: You're better than
2: expected, excuse me.
0: You look Mm -hmm. down the Twins lineup right now. Like, the lineup they ran out tonight, it feels exactly like September of last year. It's just, you know, Mm -hmm. there's one guy you've heard of and eight guys that nobody's ever heard of somehow. Mm-hmm. Willie, it's all Castros and Farmers and Solanos and
3: <laughs> Michael Taylor. Too much Michael, Michael Taylor, Taylor for Taylor. my taste. <laughs> Just, you know, Jeffers. Christian Vasquez hasn't got a hit in six years. Juilliard. Eddie Juilliard. <laughs> I thought I, he was supposed to be good. I was excited to see him come up.
0: I don't he's know. French can- he's French Canadian. So yeah. we sure. were right to be.
3: I should mm. have been more suspicious. I'm not sure what we can do about that. Yeah, that's that's my fault. But pitching's been fantastic. The starting pitching is starting pitching has been like pretty much every single one of the guys has been good. Even my guy Louis Varland's been good.
2: They were good, but even like Lopez has started to cool off
0: a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Uh, that's the thing. Lopez is great. He's not going to be that great all year. Sonny Gray has been awesome. Sonny Gray is not going to suddenly be the best pitcher in baseball
2: this year.
3: Lopez is a guy like uh, Barrios, right? Like he's really good until like mid June. And he's like, well, that's enough.
2: That's about, yep.
3: Wrapper up. Yeah. Um, Joe Ryan, though, has been unbelievable. I'm looking at his stats now 66 strikeouts and eight walks. Unbelievable. That's,
2: He's been phenomenal. Sonny Gray has been good. Mm-hmm. Your guy, Lou Varland, My guy. ah, uh, Fantastic. I, I like Bailey Olbert. always struggled last start. I like him.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, he he gave he, he let the first four guys in the game score, and then he battled battled through five innings. He's a battler. That's what I like him. You got to give him credit. You got to gotta give him credit for stay, hanging yep. in there.
3: Pitching Perry, out of his own messes. Radke-like.
2: Rad- yeah, place, like, like it might be two Brad Radkeys in a trench coat stacked on top of each other. <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh. uh remind me how we got Joe Ryan. Was that not the Nelson Cruz trade? Yes. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Great trade. Might be mm-hmm. the oh yeah.
0: Have they the, com- the complete opposite of the Burrios trade? <laughs> yeah. Or Oof.
2: most of their other trades. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, The the Nelson Cruz guy, they they took a guy who had a, some value, but not a great deal of long term value, and turned him into a really good player. Mm-hmm. Whereas they the Brio trade, they took a guy who had a lot of long term value and turned him into a bunch of guys who were stuck in double A.
3: Two guys who were supposed to be great and uh, yeah. haven't done shit so far, right? Mm-hmm. I mean
0: Woods Richards How old is Simeon Woods Richardson? Oh boy.
3: Hold on. What if I he's Andy Albers? What,
0: tw- what if he's 29 or 30? Let's I hope see. he's not 29 or 30. He's 22. <laughs> I thought he
1: was,
0: like, okay. Uh. So Woods Richardson's got a chance, but Austin Martin was supposed to be like this major league ready guy that was going to come up and do whatever. And then last, I, I can't remember. What did they do to him last year? They were like, you know, you should try having a double leg kick. Kick your right <laughs> leg, then your left leg. Both legs. Trigger, man. It's yeah. New. A, a double. Del- <laughs> Well, we've never tried this before.
3: Some super cool new and, leg trick.
0: Yeah, now yeah. he's now he's turned it chicken. Who is Do you remember the name of that shortstop they picked in the first round of the draft who you hated immediately and who never did anything? What was that guy's name? Mm, so many of them. Levi Michael. It was Levi yes. Michael. <laughs> That's from North Carolina. Austin. Austin. Yeah. Austin. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Austin Matthews has turned into Levi Michael.
3: I think
2: there was like the
0: draft Not Austin show, Matthews. He
2: doesn't do anything well. He just yeah. doesn't do anything above average.
0: Yeah, he
3: Bill Beaver. He
0: was the <laughs> Bill Beavers of Twins <laughs> first draft.
2: Round guy utility player
3: anything. in college. It's like he could, what?
2: Who's that guy remember, that one of the scouts said? Well, he doesn't do anything above average. He just does. He has all five tools, and he's he okay. And I'm yeah. like, what? That's that's your first round guy. What?
3: Wait, did I are hear we that looking right? for single A depth already? How <laughs> oh, late in the uh, draft are we? How, how long they, was I napping?
2: And then they picked a closer in
3: the Tyler first Tyler J will always be the number one. <laughs> <I guess> Every <laughs> single one was awesome. like, what the <laughs> fuck? He couldn't even start in college. He threw like thirty <laughs> innings in his senior year. Like He can't be that good. <laughs> those those innings don't matter that much. No,
2: in college, you that's oh, I just yeah. Those are my two favorite He's ones. He's got
3: a fresh arm though. You know, we don't they don't use him much in college, so he must be really good. Uh, you're not gonna get Tommy you, John when you never you pitch. Wanna,
0: you, wanna, you want guys without a lot of miles on the clock.
2: There was a stretch there, and then when Christian Ponder and that they, they had just drafted Ponder and he came out in that that uh uh preseason game and he threw like I could throw. It like basically he and I could be at Valley Fair trying to do a like a speed game contest on who yeah. can throw harder. Me or him at forty three. Like the guy is like guys, you're not throwing hard enough for it to even pick up your speed. You're gonna have to take a running start at it here or something because you don't like to machines. see guys crow
3: hopping a screen pass. <laughs>
2: machines not <laughs> yeah. So I'm watching the Christian Potter and I'm like, it's like this is what? A game manager? And they picked him like twelfth over a oh for Christ's sake. Yeah, there was a stretch there in Minnesota drafts. That yeah, went, and uh, rough. You remember
0: Paul Fenton when he, the one draft he was in charge of, he drafted a guy that they didn't even sign to a contract. Oh, they the drafted this
2: Swedish like the like guy Simon didn't, didn't jo- make, <laughs> Simon Simon Johansson, Johansson Simon Johnson. He didn't to... make their like junior team, which is just yeah. for kids his age, <laughs> just just his birth year. <laughs> so it's just the top twenty kids in his birth year in the he country wasn't even one of the one no, of the man,
0: best 20 swedish guys guys He's born one in of the 2002 best players.
2: he wasn't the 20 best swedish people born in 2002 <laughs> so... they he him was,
3: first... should have been a late first round pick on his own team yeah he we have to draft pick. from just this team you should be the 19th pick overall out oh, of these 23 guys
2: God, there was a stretch there yeah i wonder if there's there's got to be more people type in and Tell me if there's more. There's got to be more that we're forgetting because that's another good one.
0: Well, I mean, everybody that Rick Spielman picked
2: after the fifth round, yeah, those are pretty good. The the kid from Germany um, yeah. that had never really played football, the wide receiver. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. I he remember drafted that. like
0: seven or eight kickers, as I
2: recall. Didn't he draft yeah. a
0: punter one year?
2: He did draft a punter. Um, no, the kid, the the wide receiver wasn't that big a deal. I think that was like a last pick of the draft or something silly but um no i'm sure there's more oh man we could um just, we could do
0: a whole podcast just remembering guys who the uh, our various
3: minnesota sports teams have drafted that have done <laughs> nothing shooter hunt, shooter hunt. That was a big shooter hunt guy uh, um alex wimmers remember him ohio state I topped do, out I do, of like do, 86 yeah. First round draft pick, then Levi Michael was the next year. I'm looking it up now. Travis oh, Harrison, yeah. some Travis Harrison was our first round pick. It's like a first baseman. Yeah, got Buxton right. Buxton and Barrios. I'll give him mm-hmm. credit. That's very mm-hmm. good. Cole Stewart. Uh, it's Cole funny, you know, Stewart. Stewart. The Twins, mm-hmm. the North Twins overall. have this guy
0: named the Twins have this guy named Brock Stewart now. And when I first saw him, you know, it's got his name on the bottom of the screen. I just assumed it must be Cole Stewart finally with the twins. Mm-hmm. I had Cole to look Stewart, it up. Oh right. no, it's a totally different person.
2: Picture. That's
0: right.
3: 2019, Thanks. we drafted Keone Kavako. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Kioni Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. It's a wise way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Come on. <laughs>
3: Yoni (laughs) Kavako Yoni Kvako is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you (laughs) this
0: This is why we need chicken to be in the draft room for every Minnesota sports team. When Keone somebody's like, all right, <laughs> I think I think we're going to go with Keone Kavako. And then they look over at chicken and he just says, Merry Christmas. That's the like, wise whoa, way whoa, whoa, whoa. of saying Merry Christmas we to gotta, you. We got to, to, let's not come take him. Don't, don't take Keone Kavako. Oh, we got to, we got to do better than this.
2: Well, they just run, just run up by me the concept where that you go, okay, we got this guy that we're thinking about drafting. He doesn't do anything above average. Um, he's a utility player.
3: He does, <laughs> can't North start Carolina. for his own team for uh, University of Illinois. We think he's going to be good for the major leagues. Nine, all, nine levels. That's my role.
2: That. I wouldn't even take money just for a pizza and a beer. Just a, that's my only role. Is here's my first. Here's just tell me what your concept is for the first round draft pick and just run it by me. Forty thousand mm. foot level, and they say okay he uh, he pitches for lSU oh okay I'm listening. how many innings twenty <laughs> oh, you know, it was, this week no he was in the tournament like he, he was a high like super high prospect and he just is going through time of no no he's healthy mm-hmm. uh, healthy as ours yeah
3: he was available <laughs> but, every game no. he's the he closer. wanted to pitch more he wanted to pitch what? a lot more he just wasn't good enough
2: he so he's your closer. No, so I'd say no. Levi Michael, no. Christian Ponder, no. Just run these things by me. That's that's my only role. Pizza and beer. That's all he asks. General concept. I Nothing don't, you don't need much. to Get into analytics. Nothing beyond that. General concept. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you the. I'll do like I wouldn't even look at you. I'll do the blake Shelton the chair thing where I've got my back turned and you're just telling me <laughs> the general concept. And then when my chair doesn't turn around, you can't no, turn the pick. No,
3: are not taking... Uh, Keone Kevako? nope Nothing? Sit, no sit turns? All right, okay. Nope. Nope. See, you later. move
2: it on. Chicken's right just napping.
3: <laughs> nope. Well, the one that actually hurts now that I'm looking at this, it's not really anybody's fault, but Royce Lewis, number one overall. It's been five years now. But he's he just had some tough luck, so...
2: He's coming around.
3: Still holding out hope there. Okay, so John, that's the sport that's been making you most miserable most recently.
0: Is that right? Depends on what you mean. Well, all of them made us made us miserable tonight. So I don't know if I can necessarily say most recently. Okay. I have but
3: um I would
0: say I would say the most angry. The twins bullpen is making me the most angry for sure.
3: Yeah. They're just gonna um somehow slide into the playoffs anyway, right? That's what the well, odds seem to be right now because everybody else is so li- terrible
0: they legitimately might have to win 74 games to get into the
3: playoffs. So this though is the perfect example of fuck around and find out. They're about to keep <laughs> fucking around and at one point they will find out that some teams just going to go on like an 8 game win streak and not be it's terrible true. and then we're going to be done. This feels like a fuck around and find out season to me. It's scary.
0: It's like you look at the you look at the MLB standings if you're a White Sox fan and You've just been ang- so, so incandescently angry the whole season about how terrible mm-hmm. your team is and how the entire organization is screwed up and you would trade everybody except you nobody know would take them. Then you look at the AL Central standings, you're like, huh, we're only five and a half games back of the lead right now. It's not even June 1st yet.
3: It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, The this Royals is really are ugly. historically
0: bad. The Royals won 15 games and they're not out of the division race yet. <laughs>
2: 28 one of these 28th... teams they could just trade everybody and sign a, t- a brand new team made up of entirely of free agents who are still remaining that's like miguel <laughs> miguel yeah,
3: Not even in Japan. Just,
2: just nick punto and win the the al central
3: you know nick lou ford's good. available
2: you know oh. ford's Probably still playing Long Island goals or something. He's on the
3: Ducks. Yep. The Ducks. Yep. He is not still on the Ducks. He's probably. I'm not looking it up. Long Island Ducks. He's he's on the Ducks. He's 50. Wasn't he in the Mexican League for about four years?
2: Of course he was. Couldn't cut it.
3: Nope. Couldn't hack it there. So moved on to Long Island Ducks. Twins are on pace for 84 games. Just feels like. Fake news to me. I don't know how they're on. They still have a winning record.
2: Eighty four. I think you meant eighty four wins. You said eighty four games, which would be, which would make me happy if
3: they were eighty four games 84. before they fold the team. They're on pace for eighty four games <laughs> until they sense. we all just give up. Yeah.
0: I looked at the on pace and it says they don't have any games <laughs> scheduled after July first. <laughs> yes. <you guys. laughs>
3: yeah. Not so bad. Yeah. Cabin season. Yeah. Cabin season. <laughs> it's one of uh, one of the new rules. Yep. Uh, no, I did mean wins. Thank you. Hmm. Well, we'll see. They were hot
2: early. They do not feel like a playoff team right now. I don't think anybody thinks they feel like a playoff Mm -mm. team, right? now.
3: Nope. Nope. (laughs) You know, uh, Gallo's going to turn into a pumpkin pretty soon, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Kirilov is the only guy that can save us. And Royce Lewis. Let's give him up Royce Lewis might come up.
2: Somebody's due for a really big injury. One of their best performers to date is not going to make it to June yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's coming. Cor- TJ Correa for one of our pitches.
0: tonight. So that's the end for Korea. Oh, okay. Well, there we go.
2: It's a bummer. Oh, there you go. Yep.
0: Can I give you guys a fact about the the American League standings right now? Sure. Please. Oh, I good. think I know
2: it. But go ahead. The
0: Twins the Twins are leading the AL Central. Mm-hmm. Apart from the AL Central, and also the Oakland Athletics. Who have won ten of their first forty-nine games? <laughs> Apart from the rest of the teams in the Central and the A's, how many other teams in the American League do the Twins have a better record than?
2: I don't think it's any. I don't. I think four, they'd be in last in both. Four other teams. <laughs> I'd say none.
0: One. One other team. <laughs> the Seattle Mariners are twenty-three oh, and twenty-four. Oh. Every other team in the three teams in the West. Every team in the East.
2: All have a better
0: record than that. They're all just
2: beating up on the Central and the A's in Seattle.
0: The Central is a combined O and 250 against everything but the
2: Central. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. Oof. All right. Well, uh, hanging on and uh, maybe they'll turn it around. John, I have another sport I'd like to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. What's going on with the NHL these days? Well,
0: uh, for a while there, every game that was played. Was required to go to overtime, mm-hmm. and now we're just into this. At least the stars are going to get swept, maybe. Oh, that's okay. what you looking at.
1: Hell, oh, like it's at. over. Okay, that, that,
0: that's that's about the only thing. But it's going to be it, it's going to be Florida versus Las Vegas. In it, it's it's the vacation destination Stanley Cup Final.
3: Mm. It's gonna. So you're yeah. saying it's going to be Florida versus Las Vegas?
0: Yeah, the the yeah. Florida's yep. up three nothing. Vegas is about
3: to be up three nothing. Okay. Just... Well, who are you going to be rooting for? Florida. I don't know. Oh, is that an yes. easy Florida? Are you just already decided on yourself?
2: Already decided, Florida. No, I don't. I'm not cheering for Vegas to make it. Yeah, um, I'm definitely
3: not
0: cheering for Vegas. Too new,
3: still too new. Florida,
0: Florida's got, Florida's got a bunch of goons that tried to heat hurt our boy Maddie knives. So I hate that. Yeah,
2: them, and I don't like But that. I hate Vegas more. But I don't like I mean and Stu made fun of me, not liking Vegas because of how they built their team on socialism, but I don't care. It does he <laughs> makes fun of me for everything <laughs> anyway. So it doesn't bother. It's true. Me. Um I don't like him because of it.
3: Yeah. You gotta have principles. I
2: am gotta stand for something.
3: Mm-hmm. If you don't, you'll you will fall live. for anything. You
2: are a dad. that That is a perfect dance. You are a dad. Official.
3: I've out. never even heard that statement before. It just sort of came to me as a vision there. Like it just <laughs> sort of in my blood. I yeah. thought I had just invented it, but all dads think they had just invented that line. I bet. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, most recently the lottery, the NHL lottery happened. Has there been a lottery recent? Like, has this been happening for a while?
0: The mm-hmm. NHL lottery, mm-hmm. yeah, 15,
3: yeah, fifteen years maybe. Oh, okay, all right, gotcha.
0: Well, th- you got to remember this is the NHL. So one year they did have a draft lottery where they were deciding between two teams about which one of them got the first pick. And Brandon, do you want to do you want to take a guess at how they decided between those two? So
2: it can't is the NHL. Be... Yeah, professional so don't right, don't league. It's
0: not. I'll tell you right now. It's not. The I don't playoffs. even know what you're.
2: And As it's the, not a coin flip. Sled dog race. <laughs> I Is
0: really it like,
2: don't uh, have a
3: gold different point differential. Did you say that? That seems like a good one.
2: Uh nope.
0: No, this was, I believe this might have even been two expansion teams. Foxy boxing. <laughs> nope. It's even better. They had a giant wheel like a game show and they spun it. <laughs> <laughs> like with alternating spaces,
2: like a dartboard? Like alternating that spaces at all. for each team.
0: <laughs>
3: like a <Really>? wheel. <like> <laughs> Like maybe a wheel the of fortune, 70s, maybe the big, money, yeah. big money, big like money,
2: big money. Of... Oh, that's why I don't remember it. I
3: yeah.
2: don't remember
0: that at all. huh? That's So the NHL has always sort of had a lottery in the sense that they're liable to do any stupid thing to decide who gets draft picks. But the, this particular incarnation, I think, is maybe even post the year they canceled the season. It might have been 2005 they started
3: with it. Okay, so it's been a long time, and now is there a um a generational talent this year that made the lottery more exciting or more nerve wracking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. what's this young man's name? Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard, and then who ended up getting it? Chicago. Chicago. Yes. And that, to you, was fine no
2: not fine (laughs) no No. uh for a a couple significant reasons okay uh uh, well more than a couple uh one i don't like them Mm. um that's probably the most important um i don't like chicago i don't um and i don't like the blackhawks so that that in in, and of itself is bullshit two um they more than any other team openly tanked. I think there were some teams who were just bad. The Arizona is just bad because of the circumstances of the franchise and their stadium and or their arena and everything else. But I don't think they openly tanked to the level that Chicago did. Mm-hmm. So I think the league is trying to by even having a lottery. Obviously, the league is against tanking. So um, Chicago shouldn't be rewarded for that level of open tankedness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three. Um Chicago um was um convicted of concealing a, a pretty significant sexual assault case with an organization for like nine years? Bad and karma. You'd, something you'd like nine years, and you'd think like the <laughs> you know, the while they're being punished with salary cap hell or. Uh, a rule that didn't even exist when they signed those two contracts for which they're being punished, um, which is just a remarkable set of circumstances. And yet Chicago um, covered up nine years of sexual assault and, and um, aren't being punished in any way. And furthermore are being rewarded um, with Connor Bernard when they shouldn't even have a first round draft pick to begin with.
0: And or, so we're, just we're not even
2: in a franchise. Or even have a franchise. I mean, that that would the the SMU, um, you know, the the nuclear option, the the death death penalty would have been the would have been the better option. Um, But at the very least, they shouldn't have first round draft picks, Um, Mm -hmm. and and instead they're rewarded with the generational talent. So for those three reasons, which are pretty significant reasons, that's why I think everybody is saying this is bullshit.
3: That's bullshit. And is there also? There, was there any shenanigans here? Any foul uh, well, play? There's,
2: there's absolutely shenanigans. The NHL, the NBA, these lottery drafts are mm-hmm. 100% rigged, Brandon. Yep. Oh, there's there's big. not a single doubt in my mind. And any yeah. reasonable person would agree that these are obviously rigged.
3: So the NHL wanted to give the good player to the bad organization because they think it's a good organization? <laughs>
2: I don't know. I won't sit here and pretend to understand the, yeah. the, the reasonings of of, Mad Ce- Mad of CEOs and corporations and um, corporate bureaucrats. Um, I'm not going to try cats. to make heads or tails of of why they make the decisions that they do, but I think it's pretty obvious that they, they pull strings in order to get the, the results that they want.
3: Oh yeah. Just puppeteers. Um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's probably I bet some sort of like payoff that the NHL League office got from Chicago, right? Like the highest bidder mm, sort of thing know. on the background. Again, I won't I won't pretend no, to you're right. we're stupid at their level right now. That's what they want us to do. Well, I'd
2: love I mean, obviously I know that you you and I have gone back and forth on this before <laughs> and you've offered your reasons, Brandon. <laughs> um so I'm gonna and you're asking me questions, I think. I'm gonna kinda turn this around on you. Sure. Um a little bit. Um the reasons that you've offered to me and, and the justifications in your mind, um, to me, don't balance with you as a person, both uh, politically and um, corporately, if that is even a word. Sure. Um, so, Connor Bedard, or who's this NBA guy that, that's this new kind of eight-foot-tall?
3: Victor NBA Wambanyama. Fan? Sure. I'm um, Vic. Vic. Um, Vic Dub. So, Brandon, you work for a
2: a multi-billion dollar corporation, correct? Yes. And it is an international multi-billion dollar corporation. And in what component of the corporation do you work? You're in marketing. Is that correct? Um, I am
3: in the marketing department.
2: Yes, sir. So let's say that your corporation and, and the industry comes up with a new product. These players are looked at as products mm-hmm, by, mm-hmm. by these businessmen. There's no yep. there's no doubt, right? They're they're just this is all business. These are marketing tools. They're they're products. So, um, let's say that you come up with so there's this transformational product mm-hmm. that's that your that's your business has developed, and you're going to have it hit the market. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big deal, Brandon. It's going to be generational it's going to ch- transform the industry. Yep. And you have cut. Co- so when, when that happens, do you, I'd assume you have a few meetings uh, on how to promote this new product.
3: Yeah. Like uh, how do, do I, do I have this product in my stores yet? Or is this like, they're going to be no, releasing yet. it to stores they're and we've got to get this. They're going to be gotta releasing get this it to stores. Cool. New. Okay. And I to get it.
2: say, let's say that you have brainstormed your group the entire marketing team Mm -hmm. across the the corporation has developed 16 different options for the the way to to want to market this new product. Sure. If you brought into the CEO's office and you said, okay, here's our strategy. We have 16 different um, options for marketing this new product. We're going to put these 16 different options into a big pot and and mark each one on a ping pong ball. There's 16 individual ping pong balls. And we're just going to, We're just going to pull, um, pull this pull, whatever strategy we're going to pick. It's just going to be pulled out of this. This It's going to be whatever ping pong ball gets pulled out of this pot. Mm -hmm. This billion dollar decision that's being made on this transformational new product. You're just going to leave it up to the whims of air streaming through this pot and pulling out whatever ping pong ball comes up. How would
3: your CEO react? You tell me to get the fuck out of my office, chicken.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what you want, what you want me to believe is that the NBA, the NHL, mm-hmm. um, that when these players come along, that they just allow their destinations to be picked by the whims of a ping pong ball.
3: Mm. So they can't. They have to do the lottery, so they can secretly control it. It seems like it's chance, but it's the opposite. If they didn't have the lottery, they couldn't control all these players would go to the wrong markets
2: they uh, yes. i'd assume that you've met
3: uh, a corporate fat cat or two in your life oh, in, in
2: your time by a nickel um would you say that they are free spirits or controlling
3: real type, type a control freaks hmm. of the highest order
2: do they seem like the kind of people that really uh
3: Appreciate just
2: ah, what say, La Vie? What <laughs> let's throw some ping pong balls in a pot and see what comes out.
3: No, nope. no, nope. they're all part of the plot as well.
2: Um, do they seem? And, and so now here's where I'm going to ask you to take off your corporate hat and put on your political hat because I I know you you have a, a big heart. You are a, uh, and I know from your your Twitter account just from knowing you, mm-hmm. you you lean. A certain way. Communist. Um, (laughs) I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Um, (laughs) I I was trying to be um,
3: gentle. Building to that. You lean left. Um, I lean a little left. Yeah, I hang to the left.
2: So considering that you dress left, (laughs) um, (laughs) would you say that you believe corporations act typically with a lot of integrity and with just the consumer and with... Uh, public trust and integrity in mind
3: they they like to say they do for pr purposes Mm. but buddy i don't know i Mm. don't know sometimes
2: so how do you balance this both as a with your corporate knowledge and your political beliefs um this thought that the nba and nhl drafts are just on the up and up
3: well uh for the same reason I don't think, I think that even like keeping a surprise party for someone's birthday, a secret is nearly impossible. There's just too many people involved and they're all Mm. just Mm. a lot of dumb people. Mm. So here's the thing about conspiracy. Here's the thing that I run into. If these people are all in on this, that means they are evil in a way right mm, I don't know what evil um they're cheaters they're I mean, cheaters at
2: the end of the day it's still that's just sports it's not unethical at, at it, bare minimum it's not uh you know I don't know it's not cheating at uh, pharmaceutical trials or something <laughs> like that I guess it's that's evil um this is this is at the end of the day just sports so
3: they have to the, be they have to be cheaters but also have to have an unbelievably strict moral code. Because then they would never give up the secrets. If they're bad people uh, they would sell sell it. you're getting caught I think can trump any
2: type of um, morality. They're yeah. cowards and they would go they believe they'd go to jail and lose their jobs obviously by going to jail they'd lose their jobs if so they
3: were whistleblowers if yeah yeah yep yeah. right right and it's probably a pretty small circle. How, how big do you how big do you think this thing goes? How close I, to the top? I, I, I don't know. No, yeah. Uh, again, high I, high I, I think
2: when you start asking the, these detailed questions, my immediate response is, "I don't know." Yeah, we don't right. we don't know because I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I, I know the inner workings of this stuff. But it's I, it's uh, strains credulity for me to believe that they just leave it up to to a spinning wheel, as Brandon's or as uh, John said.
3: So how many of the teams I, that could have gotten Conor Bedard would you have also accused of, of being in on it? I think, um, I, I don't know to what involvement the teams are
2: involved either. <clears throat> and furthermore, when uh, the other thing that I avoid when I think about this is trying to justify the dis- the team that was picked. Because I see the ad campaigns that many corporations roll out so what you're not going to convince me of is that all of the decisions that corporates corporations make when it comes to promoting their products are made with sound judgment
3: mm-hmm. or a reasonable. Right. Do you think that generally the, the conspiracy is to help out the big market teams or the small market teams? There's a kind of like, kind of depends on the season and who needs what and all that. I think Um, I don't, I don't know. And I think
2: each, just each decision could be independent. I think at the end of the day, it's often to help out the entirety of the league.
3: Yeah. Yep. But sometimes they have to have like, it go to some super random team because otherwise I feel like people would start to, I don't know. You got to throw them off the scent every, pretty much every year for the NBA, but the NHL, maybe it's different years or something.
2: Why'd they try new Coke, Brandon? I, I don't know. I wasn't in the room.
3: No, I don't know. But why. they did it. They did. It, it was different. <laughs> it was.
2: We all know it, it. Did it work? No. no. Was it a good idea? Probably not. Obviously, it probably was a pretty bad idea.
3: Just fucking fat cats, man. Again, um, making a dollar and a cent. Off us, the working man. The old working
2: stiffs. Yeah. You at know. The old B shaft. Getting the shaft. Yep. Yeah.
3: Right in the... BH. Right in the BH. Yeah. Well that's a bummer man. This must staying extra hard for it to be Chicago. Man,
2: so I don't, I've At the day I don't care while well, we're going to get it. Um yeah, and, and but I, I mean what if it you, was
3: San Jose? You'd be like fucking whatever or Montreal. You go yeah, all right, I guess, it's, but it's Chicago.
2: Yeah, and we're going to have to face them a whole bunch of times a year, but that kind of sucks, but I, I ultimately really what I was hoping for is to get a little bit more. I didn't want you to be agreeing so much. I think you just That's <laughs> That's <laughs> what what for is
3: an argument here i just yeah. that, uh, the nba was actually yelling like,
0: and they want you to yell back
3: yeah I the nba was actually like it. really you know because people were serious about like we think some shenanigans happened so now they have like a hundred people in the room for it or whatever and it's like recorded and well not so okay
2: yeah that's, that's okay. more people in on it i don't <laughs>
0: even know
3: i guess they're all in on I it mean, too
0: I always thought that every time David Copperfield did a magic trick, there were so many people <laughs> oh, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> it must be real. Well, it
2: must, yeah.
0: You ever see how many Look people that. were there when Statue Jack... Statue
2: of Liberty's gone. You ever see the picture when Jack Ruby got shot? Like, yeah, there's a lot like of a
1: people around. People, yeah. a lot of-
3: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right.
3: Well, the other point I heard somebody make one time is that it'd be great if we found out that the NBA lottery was rigged. It's just that the person they put in charge of rigging it just was a huge fan of like small Midwestern
1: cities. (laughs) Well, like, like, oh, Jesus, we
3: forgot to tell them who to go to because Detroit and New Orleans and San Antonio keep winning this fucking thing. It comes back to get any money out of it.
2: Just because you can't just draw a pinpoint line with yarn between the decision made and who it helps the most. I mean, that. Then it's obviously not rigged. That's pretty silly when looking at the entirety of how corporate right. the decisions corporations make. That, oh, like they just bat 1000. Every decision they make makes perfect
3: sense. No, so that's why they keep giving it to San Antonio because they're like, well, I, I don't know, know why they do this.
2: I don't know shit about San Antonio. Popovich is a jerk <laughs> off. I know that. That's about all I know about them. I don't think David Robinson still plays. I don't really ultimately care. I don't even know the name of the guy they got. The larger point is, oh, the Vic. Vic. Vic, uh, wait, Oladipo,
3: Victor he's Oladipo. Been, yeah, he's been around Junior. forever, Junior. Get,
2: oh, that can't be right. <laughs> he's Victor Oladipo. Kids, like twenty-eight. Well, I suppose kids. Yeah,
3: no, no Victor Wembanyama. He's the French guy.
2: His name is Victor Wem. Wimb- and he's French.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's friends with Rudy Gobert. Is that true? Oh no, I think so.
2: Did wait, 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 wait. Well,
3: he's
0: he's French and he's over seven feet tall. I'm sure he's. There's only like four Rudy. of those guys. All
3: they right. have to you're know
2: each taking, other. You're not taking the bait on this fight. So let's go a different <laughs> route. Did you hear about uh, Rudy going in a shed or whatever with Aaron Rodgers?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they were together, but they are very much similar people. They're just like. 30 year olds that are still like forgot to either didn't really like have the full freshman year of college experience. There's kind of still college freshmen.
2: Yeah, the whole team Matthew. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah, man, but what was before the big bang theory? Sure. You know? You you don't know, man. (laughs) How do you know?
2: It's so wait, did I hear he went in like a shed, like the darkness shed, and like was Ant there too?
3: No I don't think Ant was around Aaron Rodgers did it like a couple months ago And he like only did it for a couple days and I thought then, I heard
2: Ant went to France with Rudy And they went on this the dark shit
3: hmm, It's possible Ant did say he was going to go out to France And train with Rudy But I, Ant's like a young agreeable guy I think he might just sometimes say stuff That he thinks people uh, will Like oh yeah I'll be out there And then in real uh, life he just never texts Rudy back Oh man uh,
0: I yeah, forgot. I saw now
3: that you I had it on Do Not Disturb for six months. He's like, he's like
0: your friend, your friend that you invite to stuff, and he's always like, Yeah, I'll be there. And I'll be there, sure man. Stuff.
3: I can't wait to see you, dude. It's gonna be the best. And then you go like, Yeah, I haven't seen him in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> got it. So I got
2: it all backwards. Are you guys at all concerned that Rudy goes in the shed with the <laughs> I don't I don't think at this point in my personal Rudy Gobert
0: experience, there's very little he could do that would change how I feel about it. You know what I mean?
3: Uh-huh. Every yeah.
0: stupid thing he does, he's like, yeah, I know. He's a moron.
3: Super spreader, COVID guy. He's into Joe Rogan. He's taking darkness retreats, punching teammates. He's fucking, he's a wild card, man. He's French, as we know. Hmm. Can't catch a basketball, which is a weird, weird That's skill to weird lack thing. as an NBA player. A weird player. thing
0: to happen to an NBA player.
3: <laughs> just like, it was right to you. Your hands are huge. How does it get knocked out of your gigantic hands?
2: I think of all the 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 balls like trying to catch a with a baseball glove. In professional sports, the basketball might be one of the easier ones
3: to catch. Yeah, it's grippy. It's a circle. It's bigger. It's big. It's a beach ball. It's
2: a circle. It's grippy. It's not a puck like a. It's
3: bucks <laughs> hard, and then the football yeah. is that weird shape, oblong. It's oblong.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It seems like the basketball should be one of the easier
3: ones. Soccer ball even might be a little too squishy. You can't. It's not even legal. You shouldn't even be doing it. it. No. So mentally...
2: Yep. Basketball, pretty fundamental part.
3: Yeah, baseballs are tiny. Tennis balls, pretty tough, actually. That would not shock me if that was hard to catch. Golf ball would scare you because it's such a hard (laughs) ball. You'd be like, oh my god, I don't even want to try to catch this thing. But a basketball... Right there for
0: you. Can I can I just jump in at this point because I looked up some more details on this NHL spinning the wheel thing? Yeah. Because it's, yeah. e- it's even it's even better than I said. Mm-hmm. So it was, the, it was the 1970 lottery. There were two expansion teams. Vancouver and Buffalo were expansion teams. They were spinning the wheel to decide which of them got the first pick, and there was one guy that everybody wanted, Gilbert Perot, who ended oh, yeah? up in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so they decided they were going to spin this giant carnival wheel that it it wasn't (laughs) it was just a wheel that like the commissioner was said yeah all right we're going to use this wheel they had a bunch of spaces on the wheel it wasn't just 13 spaces but they were all numbered either one through 13 and as you might have noticed that's an odd number of spaces and if it landed on a seven at any point around the board it's like Six number sevens on the wheel, if it landed on seven, they were going to spin it again now, why would you add a free space on this wheel? There's only two teams that you don't need you don't need you don't need a free space, and it gets even better because they spun it and it landed on it landed on so Vancouver had numbers one through six the the Sabres had numbers eight through thirteen, seven was as mentioned the free space, and they spun it. And it looked like it landed on one and everybody from Vancouver celebrated. And then somebody who's sitting in the front pointed out that it actually landed on 11 and Buffalo won. (laughs) So this wheel was not only this weird makeshift thing with 13 numbers on it for no good reason. It also was unreadable.
3: Oh, my God. Mm, mm, And mm. that
0: the NHL draft lottery came from that. The fact that they can even find ping pong balls to use is amazing. Given that it's the NHL,
3: yeah. How good is this guy supposed to be? Is he like Sidney Crosby esque? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. God it, damn it. it!
0: I would say this this year is at the level of the. There have been a few of them. There was Crosby, uh, Steven Stamkos, who was kind of this way. McDavid, um, Austin Matthews. Sure. Anybody else I'm missing there?
2: Well, I think it was Crosby and Ovechkin both at that time. We're kind of 1A-1B. Gretzky, obviously. Gretzky. If you do, keep going back.
3: Do we know any diehard Blackhawks fans? That was was pre-lottery. Lindros. Um, Wade. Wade is. Oh, no. No, he's not. Is he really?
0: Uh, No. (laughs) No. Not really. But I wanted to really do him really backtracked quickly. <laughs> I, no, I wanted no, to accuse he's not. Him because it's it's frustrated me. Apparently he used to love Jeremy Roenick when he was a kid. I don't know why I'm calling poor Wade out right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even here.
3: He loves him, Usually does he? I'm well no him. it's
0: <laughs> It's basically accusing somebody of being a Blackhawks fan. It's that like, is kind of All right. That's mean. Do we know anybody who's in the Church of Satan? And I'm like,
2: Church oh, it's Wade. Satan. It's Wade. Wade, yeah, I, Wade, maybe. Wade loves Satanism.
3: He's a huge Satan guy. <laughs>
2: Wade loves Wait, Satan. he might have just wore a Donzig like t-shirt once.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> like, no, hold on. I got like I think he's just a Jeremy Rodick fan. It's like one of Jeremy Rodick's 20 teams.
3: Just played NHL 94 once and liked it. So yeah. I I guess now that I think about it, he might not be a diehard.
0: But, but it made me super frustrated, but I found he that just out. just love the movie Swingers. He said, it, he said anything good about the Chicago Blackhawks at any point.
3: Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Poor I don't know, man. I don't know why that got me. I don't know why, I, don't know why I chose the call wait out. That got me, man. I'm not sure. That was funny. <laughs> So mad. <laughs> just lashing out. Oh, right, boy.
2: Right. well, I was hoping for a bigger fight, and you just agreed with everything. And you didn't even put up a fight because you know I'm right. So that's no. good. I'm undefeated. Fucking yes. I just seventy-two dolphins. I'm
3: I going. try so hard to play into these lottery odds, but the it just or the uh conspiracy. It's just I don't know. I can't get there. I can't even I have a hard time even playing no, along with it.
2: You believe no, you're right. Corporations, they just all On the up and up old birdie made off He was That was all much to do about nothing
3: Just He got a, integ- he got a raw deal man Integrity. <laughs> he was about to turn things around Just a couple good quarters right. And he would have been back
2: Oh Gil
3: You can feel he- hot one coming <laughs> hey, <old
2: Gil. laughs>
3: Finally my luck's gonna turn <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Gil is Everything's hot hot coming up Gil <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Um, I have a couple other non-sports questions. All right.
0: I, I got a. I got a couple of sports things. Okay. Uh, one. I just want to point out something that is it, it seems absurd to me. The Lynx tonight. I was watching the Lynx game along with the other all the other games I was watching. They at one point in the middle of the third quarter led by nineteen points. And as soon as they took that nineteen point lead, they immediately allowed the other team to crack off a fourteen nothing
2: run. Good. So good. It job. was. Can we talk about this? Speaking of tanking,
3: uh oh, no ta- time.
2: No team in the history of the world sh- deserves to tank more than the Lynx right now. Not deserves needs should, needs. That's the word. Needs to. needs to tank more than they do. Uh, Caitlin Clark, right? Mm-hmm. Iowa is that that's her name, yep. right? Yep. And the and the gal from uh, Hopkins.
0: Yep. Uh,
2: yes. Let's go. You got it. tank. For either of them. I don't care which one.
0: Well, they're 0-2 right now, so it, the tank is on. Okay. I just thought awesome.
3: it was so funny to, you know, it's,
0: summer, it's summertime now. The Timberwolves have gone away. I've sort of forgotten things. And then I turn on the TV, and a team playing at Target Center in blue jerseys is doing the exact same thing they did all <laughs> of the, the whole entire season. Mm -hmm. just the summer timberwolves
2: if my if i were the mayor of minneapolis my entire term (laughs) my entire strategy for for revitalizing downtown minneapolis would be the links tanking and selecting that caitlin clark so that the entire state of iowa comes to downtown minneapolis what, 30 times a year? I don't know how many games the Lynx play.
3: Economic development. All of a sudden, downtown's fantastic.
2: That'd be every plank of my platform.
3: Every rung on the monkey bar to prosperity.
0: (laughs) Every every rung on the Jacob Fry monkey bars.
3: Every rung on the monkey bar to prosperity is (laughs) Lynx tank.
2: Now I see what that's the, that's the part. That's a what
3: term, right? Now, I did make that one up. <laughs> you got to admit, no one in the history of English language has used those words in that combination until no. right now.
2: That's the first time.
3: So, uh, so many geniuses are not respected in their time. Monkey bars don't even go up. What was I thinking?
0: They just go sideways.
3: <laughs> yeah, you get forward. done with the monkey bars. You didn't go anywhere. You You got nine feet and you're really tired.
0: Or across, uh, you're holding your diagram of the ladder sideways there, May- Mr. Mayor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those are oh. monkey bars. Oh, never mind. <laughs> all right, John. I'm sorry, we hijacked this to go on Caitlin nope. Clark. That's all I,
0: all I wanted to mention was that the links are playing exactly like the Timberwolves. Ah,
3: good. Good. The uh, Caitlin Clark was at the Timberwolves playoff game that I was at, and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen in the audience, Caitlin Clark," and people went ape shit. And then we were like, "Why are we? What's her affiliation? Just because she plays basketball kind of close to us? She's I don't, not even from would... Minnesota, is she?" I don't. have No, any I think idea. she is from here. Oh, Wait. okay, okay, that makes sense then. Oh, is only she... there was a way for us to look that up. Minnesota Caitlin... produced the
2: top two basketball
0: Grove?
3: players. No, that's not right. You are making this shit.
2: How come? No, she's, she she went to here.
3: West Des Moines.
2: Yeah, no. John. You don't.
3: She, she has no yeah. affiliation. Like, we just cheered for her just because we're a bunch of losers. We're like, China hey, she's pretty good. Why do we care? China I just assumed
0: everybody home. talks about her all the time. I just assumed she
3: was from here. No idea. No, we started cl- clapping. We're like, I don't under like just it's one state away. Are we mm. supposed to cheer for Harrison Barnes every time he makes Wait. a three? He's from <laughs> Iowa. We're
0: we're we're, we're clapping. We're clapping for Iowa now. What has happened to this?
3: thing? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, my friend and I. Just so you know, we stopped and we said, "Hey, everybody, quiet good it down. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, good hey, for yeah. you, Pal. You Got to stand for I'm, something." Uh, yeah. Speaking or, of
2: speaking more, you'll diggers. fall
3: for anything. You
2: got it and again.
3: Good job. I turned around to the people behind me that were clapping, and I put my hand when they when their hands separated. I put my hand in between there is to stop the sound. Wouldn't that make the same sound?
2: Because and you know still... what
3: actually happened is that it got even louder. It started <laughs> it echoing make, back and forth. sense because it's and I invented hand. this whole new way of clapping. It was just it was unbelievable. The decibels coming from our it row even... one twenty four. People were looking. They're like, God, they really loves Caitlin well, Clark. So it ended up a, really back, backfiring really badly. <laughs> See, yeah.
1: Are you busy, her dad?
3: <laughs> Why do you love her so much? Yeah, it didn't work. But I tried. I don't know, John. What other well, sport did you have for us? That was it. I think that was it.
0: I there there was an ask sportive of question from Rocket, but it was why should I? Now that his hockey team is almost eliminated, it was why should I pay any attention to the Twins? And I think we covered early in the podcast mm-hmm. that there's no reason to pay attention to the
3: Twins. Nope. Why Cheer you're just going to be angry, Rice Lewis? I Joe, watched yep. the Joe Ryan games till mm-hmm. his arm falls off, and I, uh, you know, I'll always be in the tank for Louis Varland. He's one separation away from a teammate, so mm-hmm. he's my guy. What? Otherwise, kind of, yeah, like, like he's the brother of one of your teammates. Yes, I played his brother Gus, who's also He was on the right. A's and the Brewers. He played for my for the Minnetonka Millers for a summer, so Gus and I were teammates. Then he got this drafted.
0: is I I just.
3: I, I, I'm stuttering here
0: because I don't know if I want to say what I'm gonna say. But if major league players are playing on your teams, this is not town ball anymore.
3: <laughs> it is. It was town like you was... have a keg at second base. Yeah, it's not... uh, he was in college at the time and oh, well, was like in between. Better. Yeah, it wasn't like he. Yeah, um, yeah, but he played for us, so it it counts to me. I get to take credit. Louis Varland yeah, is my friend.
0: He, yep, Louis Varland is your your teammate. Yeah, that's your that's your teammate. That's yep. your quarterback. I think I'm doing a to rant it's from about 1997.
3: Yeah, and I was very lucky. My kid, uh, my Jones, he's 11 now, but he was 10 last year. His maybe I told you the story. His team won the little league state 10 year old thing, and so we got featured at the at a Twins game, and we got to go on the field before the game. And uh, Louie was like out there, just kind of watching us. And I got to go over and say hello to him then. Uh, so, that was yeah, cool that's well. so that's kind of cool as well. So it's cool. Yeah,
0: you didn't yep. tell us that you're on the field before a Twins game because that would have been a great opportunity for us to show up and boo.
3: That was one of our because sabbaticals. I think we took a year and a half off of podcasting. Uh <laughs> ah,
0: we sure came back refreshed and ready
2: to go and record a <laughs>
0: podcast every month. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. got
3: to do something like
2: that with uh, it was with Harold Baines. Um, former, <laughs> but I it was more I I called him a pussy, and then he told the one of the one of the uh, stadium workers but that yeah, sure. yeah re- get removed yeah.
3: I mean it was so now he's kind of your guy, you know, because you have yeah, that connection yeah. that yeah.
2: Not exactly. The same he heard as, you.
3: He heard me, and he responded. I mean, like he like, responded exactly how a pussy would by calling like somebody else to help him exactly out. Right. Like a real man somebody would come do up do into the stands right. and fight you himself, right? Yeah. Well, typical Harold Baines.
2: I was like three mezzanines up. Like I was,
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm right down by the field. 407. Rich people, I'm up in the threes. And a bullhorn. Yeah. Otherwise he but couldn't no, hurt I, me. He
2: could hear me. No, this is, this is.
3: It was like, like a lull.
2: Metrodome.
3: Lull like in the action.
2: You could, you could hear me in St. Paul.
3: Um, no, yeah. There were times in the Metrodome, you could be like behind the, Behind home plate and have a a full conversation with somebody in left field. (laughs) Dave, is that you? Oh shit. (laughs) Rick still amazing in the bullpen. What the fuck? Rick!
2: (laughs) Do you want a hot dog? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs)
3: Okay. When's the next bobblehead night? (laughs) Come on, tell me.
0: Yelling at Rick tell me is a couple bobblehead night. <laughs> Come on. I know you know.
1: <laughs> Don't lie. You're in me, on Rick. it. <laughs> you know
0: what it is. <laughs> you fucker. Uh, <laughs> Get your pocket schedule out. I know you got one. <laughs> we got nothing else
3: going on here, man. Brent Gates is hitting. <laughs> nothing good will happen. <laughs> Nobody cares. Scott Stachowiak is on deck. Even he doesn't want to be here. His parents already left. They're at the hotel. He's reading a magazine
0: instead of swinging a (laughs) bat.
3: He's got a lawn chair on the on deck circle. (laughs) Uh, Dark times. All
0: right, Brandon, what were your, what were your non-sports topics?
3: Oh, I just wanted to quickly give another, uh, ranking, uh, for a beer. Um, I think I've ranked this one before, but I just wanted to reiterate to any of the coaches or the uh, parents of, uh, of kids who play baseball. The, the post game parking lot beer is a full on 10 out of 10 cabin beers scenario. They're rare. They don't happen as much as they should be happening. And you could turn it into a thing where all of a sudden you're having it up like too many out there is probably bad, but like two or three afterwards with other coaches and the, and the kids screw around, and uh you know go do whatever they need to do um while you get to debrief a little bit is a is an unbelievable thing Mm -hmm. and i don't think people do that enough Mm -mm. and so i just want to encourage Mm -hmm. if you're a parent find the coach with a cooler and say hey coach i got a couple cold ones afterwards if you're interested Mm -hmm. and uh do that and if you're an assistant coach you should be bringing those for the head coach because the head coach if he keeps his cool he's he's Hiding his emotions, he's actually very frazzled at every mm-hmm. single second because of pitch counts and uh, rotations. And did little Johnny play on the bench enough? And little Timmy was on the bench too much. Now I'm getting sure. a side eye from Mrs. Timmy, mm-hmm. and uh, on and on it goes. So mm-hmm. that would be Mrs. my Timmy. Mrs. Yeah. Timmy, you know? I know Timmy's what
0: doing pretty well, that he's already married.
3: Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. I know what no, you it's mean. Town Ball. That's what I'm talking about. Town Ball. <laughs> yeah, Gus. Uh no, um Mrs. Yeah, Timmy Timmy Senior. Mrs. Timmy Sr. Is what I meant. Ten out of ten. Is sure. that sure. check out? Ten out of ten parking lot beer. Uh go Oh, go I thought I was way. talking about Mrs. Timmy. Oh yeah, no, she's uh <laughs> she's smoke show. <shell>. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Timmy Senior. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, so that's my uh I just wanted to point that out for anybody listening. You should do that. I had three yesterday. It was a fantastic time.
0: Brandon, I have a question for you about managing the 11-year-old baseball team. Mm -hmm. Are you, I I, I genuinely don't know what I expect your answer to be here. Are you one of those guys who's very, one of the managers who's very concerned about being respectful with the ump and, you know, these are just kids and we're going to be respectful? Or are you one of those guys that just can't keep it in and is constantly giving the ump a bad time?
3: Um, I am not respectful to umpires very much. I try really hard because my kids are 11 and 12. I took the kids aside and said there's two rules about umpires and referees. And don't tell your parents I said this, but the two rules are number one, they're always wrong. And number two, they're never going to change their mind. Um, <laughs> so there's no point in arguing with them. And I said, but I will definitely argue with them. Uh, mm-hmm. one guy, my kid, uh, not my kid, but one of the kids on my team, I uh, was lagging out an infield single. It was an overthrow, uh, but it bounced off the fence and kind of right back to the first baseman. So we kind of like leaned towards second and then ran back and they tagged him. And before the umpire even started the motion, I knew what he was going to do. And I was like, don't you dare <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's out. And I was like, wrong, wrong. No, he's not just <laughs> let him have it. And the, the other co I was coaching, um, I was coaching third at the time. I also coached third and my team was on the first base out of the dugout. So I was standing right next to the other team coaches who were very friendly guys. And I I really liked them. But even I was two batters later, I was still yelling at this umpire because I was so unbelievably mad and shaming him. Not just you're wrong. I was like, that poor kid, that poor kid (laughs) made a good baseball play. You are teaching him bad baseball.
2: Sounds like you're teaching. I was right.
3: No, the ump was wrong Fuck no, you, it the ump like was, was wrong
2: No, the kid made a motion towards second
3: No, 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 he has to make an actual motion Towards second, all he did was sounds turn like he did he didn't. He didn't.
2: No, I, I, you what I motherfucker.
3: Saw... You didn't see shit. If that's what you think you saw, go find a different sport. Go do something else saw... with your time. You are not needed here. You're actually, Needable. you being here is worse than no umpire because you're <laughs> teaching our kids bad lessons. Now they're going to be worse at baseball because of you. I was seriously saying a this up. And the other coaches, <laughs> the other coaches were very nice. They were like, hey, dude, hey, hey, come on, man. Calm down. <laughs> It was like two batters later, and I'm yelling at. So my kids remember are, are on the first base side. So I'm yelling across oh. the diamond. Sam, you did nothing wrong. Oh, you did nothing wrong, Sam. That was good baseball. Oh. So it's like kind of passive aggressive because I'm I was like, Hey, dude, no, I'm not talking to you. Of kind of aggressive. <laughs> it's the definition of it. Eleven out
0: <laughs> of ten passive aggressive.
3: I'm like, Umpire, I'm not talking to you, man. Sam, he doesn't oh, know what he's oh, doing. Oh <laughs>
2: my god. Brandon Brax.
0: Yeah.
3: It was bad. But every other knew- thing besides that, I'm just like, I am kind of just like, they, whatever. They don't know. They don't get it. But that was, I was so unbelievably furious because my kid was crying. He was so upset. Um, And he actually <laughs> made a night, he made a normal, like, just turn around and mm. then go back to the base. And it was a really bad call. And I'm mad again. Now I'm very upset. <laughs> I'm sweating. I knew that was
0: one of the two ways it might go. And I'm kind of. I guess I'm delighted that it went this way. Yeah,
3: (laughs) That was my only real, but I'm not like uh, some other guys, like uh, the other kid, like one of our kids will maybe pull their foot off the base and he'll call him out and he'll just come out and be like, his foot was not on the base. Like, I don't do that sort of stuff. Like, whatever. He already made the call. But this was the sort of thing where I just like philosophically was very (laughs) upset that he did this shit. And I really let him have it for a long time. And I'm like apologizing to the kids really loudly. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's just kind of, you know, you're never going to get perfect umpiring out here.
0: (laughs) And was this umpire. I I have one final question. Was this umpire an adult or a child?
3: Oh, my God. He was. Thank you for asking that. Oh, no. He was 14 and a half years old. No, I'm just kidding. You're lying. Oh, God.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Oh my god, I was
3: a. Bug. He was an old man, uh, not old. He was like a fifty-year-old guy, oh, okay. and uh, and I was, I know, I know him enough for I was just like, "Hey, man, I just like that really bugs me." And he's like, "Whatever." I thought he made a motion, and I was like, "All right, fine." Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was it was probably <laughs> two full batters where I'm not, I have no <laughs> idea what happened in those next two at bats. I have no clue. We could have scored, could have hit a two home runs, and I would not have known because I was just staring right at the umpire yelling at him. But yeah, the other the other coaches kind of like consoling me in like a supportive manner was like, oh man, I really should calm down. Uh, that was <laughs> the key. <laughs> hey, 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 Brox, Brox. It's all good, hey. man. It's all good. Don't it's not trying, it's it's <laughs> dude. People it's are fine. staring. People it's are fine. looking oh.
2: at all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good.
3: Yeah. Yep. I uh I, I'm a very like loudly supportive, positive, happy, fun guy coach, but inside I'm <laughs> dying. I'm dying at every single thing that doesn't exactly work out perfectly. It's never going to go away. It's a, it's a real sickness. Are you uh chicken? Are, were you, I I do know that I have this like very weird competitive problem. How bad was this for you? Were you like at that level or were you like a normal mm. person? Uh.
2: I would say um, it depends on the sport. Uh, when I was coaching softball or baseball, I think the the sport lends itself to allowing a little bit more room to breathe, mm-hmm. just because there's so much more of a pause. Uh, I wasn't bad at all, at all. I'm I'm still not bad. Um, hockey, I think I find myself the wires touching. I've never <laughs> loved, they've never gone off it's just a, so much more fast paced and there's so much more room for interpretation where yeah. you think you're really getting screwed uh-huh. and, and penalties, right. Are, that doesn't exist in baseball. It's mm-hmm. so much more black and white. You're either out or save for ball or strike. And yeah. You disagree. Well then immediately after that, another ball or strike call is made. Right. So things move on. It just lends yeah. itself to, um, to moving on. Yep. Baseball Ball does um, or softball where hockey more you you get a penalty and then you have to go through two minutes of reliving the injustice and and again those wires come closer but I've never um i, I
3: yeah I again I think it it depends depends on the sport okay okay good good answer now you're the diplomatic one <laughs> tables of I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, it is a blast, but it's uh it's very well it'll test your patience for sure. Okay, that's all I had. Chicken right. Chicken
0: I have one I have one youth hockey question. This is a follow-up from last oh, no. week. All right. Have you ever had a practice or a game at the rink in Rosemount that's mm-hmm. next to the Dairy Queen all the time? Is there a bar? Yes. Is it a bar and grill and hockey rink?
2: Mm, they are two separate entities that sh- share a door. Okay, so it's not it's not just and a like window.
0: A, it's not like a curling club where you've got the the bar mm. that overlooks the rink.
2: It is. They they share windows so you, you okay. can you can watch the hockey while you're sitting at the bar.
0: Is and I did the that. Rink,
2: is it like a regulation? So from the no. outside, it looks like the
0: rink is maybe sixty by eighty. That's yeah, about right. You know what I mean? Uh,
2: typically, they play like three on three in there, okay. so it's small. Okay, yeah, probably yeah 60 a... percent
0: did you always take the team over to chipotle after the games at this rink
2: no never i don't <laughs> i'm not a chipotle fan no no that's when no. wait
0: we practiced there today
2: actually today did you broadcast. really yeah so we're there all the
0: time mm, gotcha did you i thought you loved chipotle because you love
2: rice no why are you no i was trying to pick a fight with brox No, you're <laughs> I <God.
3: don't> know. <laughs> So does that mean I have to now pick a fight with John? John, I think that's I think. Oh my god! Rugby's rules are inscrutable. <laughs> can I? Can't I? Can't argue with you. God damn it! None <laughs> of actually, us take, is take. We'll take the bait it's tonight. Not going anywhere. I'm just, I watch. Oh <laughs> I just. I don't like Chipotle watched, that much. I don't know what to.
0: <laughs> I watched an awful lot of rugby before the first time the referee blew the whistle, and I knew what had just gotten called. Like I get, mm-hmm. it was. I, I watched several games of rugby before I had any idea what any penalty was when it happened. Hmm. It's not like in football. At this point in my football watching career, based on which referee threw the flag, I have a pretty good right. idea of what penalty yep. is getting called.
3: Illegal motion. You're doing the hand motion yep. on the couch. legal motion. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> so, but in rugby, they blow the whistle,
3: and I'm like, I,
0: I legitimately have no idea what the referee's about to say. Hmm. So you so agree with me. Rugby's rules are inscrutable. Take that, I agree Rugby. With you, that's well observed.
3: <laughs> oh man. I hope Rugby's not listening.
1: <sighs> they
3: got other problems. Knocks him down a peg. All right. All right. That's all I got.
0: What do I we I just think? wanted to talk Wrap about tiny hacky rinks in Rosemont. her up.
3: You got to do it. Okay, I have to find the thing where I press stop recording. Oh, there it is. Okay, goodbye, everybody.
2: <laughs> See you.